Welcome to Healing at the Speed of Light. Every week, we discuss how laser therapy is changing healthcare and how you can benefit. Now, here is your host and founder of Laser Therapy Institute, Dr. Jason Roundtree. All right. Well, thank you for joining us again today on Healing at the Speed of Light podcast. This is our patient-focused podcast about light therapy and research on light therapy. I'm joined by Christy, who is a certified laser tech. Hi, Christy. Hello. Good morning. Thanks for being here again. I don't like doing this by myself. It's lonely. It's fun. <laughs> I understand being lonely, but it's fun being here. So well, glad I, I could be it. back. Yeah. So what we're going to do today, we're going to be talking about nerve regeneration. Um, we've talked quite a bit this month, actually, about nerves and nerve regeneration. And, and again, this is our, our patient-focused, patient, patient-centric podcast. So we're going to try and break things down in terms that are normal terms instead of <laughs> keeping it way too brainy that it doesn't even matter. Um, so we're going to be looking at a study about nerve regeneration, how that happens, why that happens, and why laser is a good tool. Uh, if you are a clinician, you are certainly welcome to listen in, um, and we'll give you the, the, the link for this research as well that you can go and look at. But also, let me encourage you to go ahead and sign up for our webinar that's happening next week because we have a free webinar sponsored by K-Laser USA. And we're going to be doing that uh, next Thursday. Really exciting. Very exciting. So go to the website um, or find a link. Uh, we'll probably have a link uh, attached to this mm-hmm. this episode too. But you can go. You can register for that. It's completely free. Uh, we're going to be talking neuropathy and laser therapy, how that works in practice, how to make sure you can go ahead and start helping neuropathy patients right away. So if you're a clinician, definitely register for that. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, let's talk about nerve regeneration. So Christy, if if you're a patient, so you'll have to kind of detune some of your knowledge, I know, <laughs> but if you're a patient and you're told you have nerve damage, what are some of the thoughts that go through your head? Like what, what are you thinking of um, when somebody says you have nerve damage, that's what's creating your pain or, or this weakness? Um, what are you worried about? What do you what do you think is going on when if you're told something like that? Oh, well, I would think that one, I wouldn't feel the area that um, the nerve damage is done. Uh, the pain from that just could be, you know, around the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd be a little concerned that I'm going to cause more damage because of the lack of feeling. But then, knowing that the the nerve is so long, um, you just wonder what's happening upstream, if you will. Mm. So. Yeah. Well, those are all yeah, very good, very good thoughts, very good concerns. That's an interesting one that you mentioned, that, that possibility of even hurting yourself more and not knowing it because you don't have that nerve function to tell you what's going on. That's, that's really important. That's how, that's how so many uh, diabetics and people with peripheral neuropathy end up with foot problems mm-hmm. because you, know, you end up with maybe a wound, something opens up on the foot, uh, one of these non-healing ulcers, and then instead of being able to catch it and do something about it, you never feel it, and if you're not religiously inspecting your feet, which is not normal for most of us, I don't look at my feet that much. <laughs> yeah, then it, it slips by, and it can become something that's pretty out of control really quickly, um, and can lead to things like infections and bone problems and even amputations. So, um, nerve well, damage is kind of scary. Instability and not being able to feel where you're stepping, you know, on uneven yeah. ground. That that just a whole gamut of possibilities there yeah well, i mean because trip and fall break something that's a, another new injury and that might not be you know he might not have broken it because the nerve is damaged but you tripped because the nerve is damaged right right yeah so 
Good. So uh, another thing that people oftentimes think about too is, well, nerve damage is permanent. Or mm-hmm. we've been told for so long that, you know, once a nerve is damaged, that's it. It's never coming mm-hmm. back. Um, we know now that that is not correct, uh, that nerves can regenerate and heal. And matter of fact, are programmed to regenerate and heal. So let's go ahead and get into the study today because Sounds they talk good. quite a bit about this. So this study came out uh, about a year ago in 2021, and it's titled the, Eff- excuse me, the Efficacy of Low-Level Laser Therapy in Nerve Injury Repair, A New Era in Therapeutic Agents and Regenerative Treatments. So uh, it's published in Neurological Sciences, April 2021. It's a pretty exciting title when mm-hmm. we're talking about regenerating nerves. Um, and so let's go ahead and talk about you know how nerves do regenerate, how nerves heal. They say that in response to trauma causing partial or total nerve rupture, a series of events re- results in morphological and functional changes. It's called neuroplasticity. That may or may not restore the functionality of the injured nerve. The neuron capacity of self-recovery is already well known and is particularly present in the autonomic, sensory, and motor neurons. Now, let's break down that last end because I think the rest is pretty clear, but Mm -hmm. autonomic, sensory, and motor neurons. So you can probably tell me, what's a sensory neuron? It's what you feel with. Yeah, there you go, exactly. Sensory, that's pretty good. How about motor? Uh, It's function. Yep, yep, moving, Mm -hmm. yep, moving muscles. And then what about autonomic? Well, auto, automatic, Mm -hmm. um, just regenerating on the on their own well not talking about regeneration so much yet just different mm-hmm. types of nerves so mm-hmm. you got your your sensory that sense your motor nerves that move you mm-hmm. and then these autonomic nerves are oftentimes really not thought about but they're the automatic functions just like you're talking about like sweating okay or mm-hmm. uh, making the hair stand on end now those are those are little automatic functions that we don't mm-hmm. have any control over that's a nerve signal that happens mm-hmm. uh, to to like the skin Okay. Additional autonomic nerves control things like uh, the heart and the gut and so many of those um, automatic functions that we just never have to think about. Even like blinking your eyes. Yeah, yeah. It's I partially mean, sometimes you can process. do it on purpose, but sometimes it just is because. Yeah, something that just happens, right? So those are your three types of nerves, and and all three can be injured in a nerve injury, or just one or two. The sensory nerves are the ones that people will typically come to us for for care for because they hurt. Mm -hmm. Um, Weakness is not painful, but that can be a motor nerve injury, Um, and weakness is certainly a big impact on your life. But if you have a uh, you know an autonomic nerve injury as well, you end up with things like hyperhidrosis or excessive sweating. Hmm. Or a lack of ability to sweat. Or, um, I mean, it, it can be lots of different things. You know, those proprioceptive functions of knowing where you're at in space, like you are already talking about, you mm-hmm. know, and avoiding tripping, things like that. That's an autonomic function as well. It's just interesting that nerve damage can be painful. How do you, how do you explain pain when the nerve is not mm-hmm. functioning? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, we're actually going to read a little bit about that. Okay. Yeah. Didn't mean to get so, ahead. No, that's it's perfect. It's the perfect bridge. <laughs> so they they say that there's a there are three stages of degeneration and change in the regenerative process: Wallerian degeneration, uh, chromatolysis, and axonal growth cone. And, and I'm not going to go into the details there, but a lot of it has to do with the influx of of fluids that contain calcium ions into a space where they're not supposed to be. 
Mm, okay. So a nerve is if we compare it to a finger. Mm-hmm. The finger is kind of insulated from everything outside of it by that that sheath, and inside you got all the good stuff you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Well, nerves the same way. It has an insulating sheath, and even blood is not really supposed to get in there. Blood goes in your body to supply mm-hmm. this this axon with uh, with nutrition and things like that. But blood's not really supposed to be in there. It's supposed to be a very controlled environment inside that nerve, mm-hmm. and when that gets damaged or cut, gotcha. Now all these fluids rush in and stimulate that nerve. These mm-hmm. calcium ions end up creating big signals that travel up this damaged nerve and then result in pain. Okay. And so uh, that actually is the first stage of this Wallerian degeneration where the that influx produces pain, but it does stimulate the growth phases as well, um, which is the chromatolysis um, and then the axonal growth cone formation where the the, the axon, the long part of the nerve, mm-hmm. actually starts to kind of reach out and start growing along that track again. Okay. So pain, though, will compromise patient's quality of life. Mm-hmm. So will uh, weakness and some of these autonomic problems can certainly uh, compromise quality of life. But pain related to neuropathic or nerve damage mechanisms may persist for months or years, contributing to poor physical function and often lifelong morbidity. That's a pretty negative outlook. Yes, very much yeah. so. <laughs> Sorry, I started to choke. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, nerve damage, nerve mm-hmm. pain is, is, is significant, and it, mm-hmm. it has a significant effect on people, and, and it's not usually short-term. It's right. usually something that lasts for a long time. Is it gradual? Nerve damage gradual, or can it happen just in a moment? Yeah, you're both. Both? Both. So think about somebody with, say, carpal tunnel syndrome, mm-hmm. right? So the nerve, median nerve goes mm-hmm. through the wrist here, uh, out into the fingers and the thumb. If you're, let's say, typing mm-hmm. at the wrong angle, you're putting too much pressure. Repetitive motion. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're gradually damaging that nerve, and eventually okay. you start to get the symptoms of that. Mm-hmm. But also, if you are on a motorcycle and somebody pulls out in front of you, you hit, you go off that bike, maybe you land on the side of your head and neck and it stretches that brachial plexus nerve, mm-hmm. it can actually tear it. So it can be an instant, instant. damage as well. Okay. There, there's lots of lots of injuries like that. And actually, um, some of this regeneration we're talking about right now is, is kind of specific to that instant nerve injury rather okay. than over time. But it can be both. Yeah, that seems like a silly question, but no. I, I think of long-term you know the repetitive motion and i forget about the instantaneous mm-hmm. um accident yeah a lot of people with mm-hmm. you know, a lot of younger people that end with nerve damage and nerve pain it is a traumatic injury it's a, sports injuries that sort of thing yep yeah sports injuries okay. motor vehicle collisions mm-hmm. are a big one mm-hmm. yeah for sure so in regards to nerve injury and nerve regeneration you know obviously if we can uh, speed up nerve regeneration or encourage it to happen in the first place that's a good thing so mm-hmm. they start talking about laser therapy Of course. Of course. So they say that scientific evidence indicates that the axonal regeneration process, which is the the channel, not the endings necessarily, but the Mm -hmm. channel that the nerve runs along, that the axonal regeneration process can be optimized by a promising intervention, low-level laser therapy, also known as light therapy or photobiomodulation. A critical literature review article found that more than 80% of the experimental studies conducted with laser had led to a positive result in functional recovery of nerves in a post-operative or post-traumatic period. Hmm. So, that sounds pretty promising. It does. 
Most people want to know, though, what does that mean? What does mm -hmm. it look like? We're not talking about nerve, or I'm sorry, laser surgery, like on the nerves. We're not burning or cutting or destroying anything, although there are laser surgery techniques out there. Right. We're talking about using light in a non-damaging, non-ablative way so that you can stimulate the biology of the body, the body's natural processes, to produce whatever result you're looking for more quickly, more efficiently. Or in some cases, make it happen just at all. Because sometimes right. uh, regeneration just does not occur. The damage is too great, the mechanisms are impaired, or whatever, mm -hmm. and, and laser light can stimulate those, bi those biological functions very well. Most people want to know how exactly. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. So we're mm -hmm. going to get a little technical for just a minute and then we'll, we'll stop. But okay. let me read this. They say laser therapy presents important therapeutic results on the remodeling of scar tissue as it has been able to reduce inflammatory processes, reduce edema, promote analgesic effects or pain relieving effects, stimulate phagocytosis by macrophages, which is where the body cleans up damaged tissue and increased collagen synthesis by fibroblasts. Laser can stimulate myofibrastic, dif myofibroblastic, there it is, <laughs> differentiation in the early stages of healing by increasing mitotic velocity and tissue repair efficiency. It is believed that the mechanism of action consists of the absorption of photons, which is light, mm -hmm. by the cell, which possibly accelerates the activity of the electron transport chain, increasing synthesis of ATP in the mitochondria, and thus favors pro-regenerative cellular reactions. It may reduce glial scar and cavity area on nerve injuries. It can increase blood supply and increase cell proliferation or cell regeneration and, and growth. Laser also appears to reduce the relative abundance of M1 macrophages, hold on to that, while increasing the proportion of nerve-repairing M2 macrophages at the site of nerve injury. M1 macrophages are the ones that have to come in and start cleaning stuff up, but oftentimes if there's too much of that going on, it'll start chewing away at healthy tissue too. Uh, you don't want that. You don't want that. Mm -mm. You need some of that M1 activity, mm -hmm. but the mm -hmm. M2 activity, M2 macrophages are the ones that actually stimulate that regenerative nerve repair function. Rather than eating it up, they repair. Okay. So. That's the technical, how does it work exactly? Well, these light packets, these photons, just go to stimulate all these processes that are already there in your body, balances them out so that it is a pro-regenerative mechanism rather than a pro-inflammatory or pro-damage mechanism. It wasn't too bad, was it? it? wasn't too painful? Not too painful, just Good. a little bit. So it just basically, it's helping stimulate your body to do the things that it needs to do anyway. Yeah. Yeah, very simple, really. I mean, that, and that's why it has so much application to so many different mm -hmm. issues. I mean, we've on this podcast, we've talked about rheumatoid arthritis. We've talked about brain trauma. We've talked about Parkinson's. We're talking about nerve injuries. I mean, and it's not that laser is magic. It mm -hmm. just is that because of the way it works, by stimulating your own body's mechanisms, it helps your body do what it's already trying to do. Yeah. That's why it works for so many things. Yeah. So most people want to know, though, okay, well, what's the catch? Right. There's got to be something. There's got to be something. That, right? So there, there are no side effects. Mm -mm. There are no risks to treatment. Mm -mm. Um, the only thing is, as they say here in this paper, the selection of correct parameters is crucial to achieving successful treatments, mm -hmm. which means the right kind of laser has to be used, the right number of treatments every week, the right number of um, the right dosage, 
the right color of light. I mean, there's a lot of factors here that have to be right for this to work. And if one of them's off, then your results are just not going to be there. So I can't just go get any laser and, and shine it on my body and, and hope that it will work. You could, I guess. It would just it's take a, lot a of hope very there. long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The right parameters, right protocols, the right... Mm -hmm. And that's what it's all about. I mean, yeah. you need to do it right. Right. It I can mean, work very well. It but just, it's, yeah. we're showing that it's, it's possible. Oh, yeah. So. The only other catch, as we'd say for this, is that only carpal tunnel syndrome and ulnar nerve entrapment um, and rat sciatic nerves were studied in this. Mm. So human carpal tunnel mm -hmm. syndrome, ulnar nerve, which is on the elbow, mm -hmm. and then rat sciatic nerves. That was all they covered really in this study, so we can't take this study and say, well, it'll work on every nerve injury, but... But you can translate it. You can, you can translate it. You can kind of figure that out, that it's very possible. Yeah. I mean, we've, mm -hmm. we've reviewed so many other studies, too, that mm -hmm. talk about not just carpal tunnel syndrome, but other, right. other nerve issues as well. Everything from diabetic neuropathy mm -hmm. to chemotherapy-induced peripheral neuropathy, uh, brachial plexus injuries, tarsal tunnel syndrome, sciatic pain, back pain. I mean, so many uh, nerve damage and nerve impingement issues. Can I just tell a story real Please, quick? Please, yeah. Um, in past months, years, um, I've had the privilege to help people, you know, by applying light therapy to their issue. And a comment that was made, I come so I can feel the tingle. Because they couldn't feel before. You know, they just could not... There was nothing. The nerve damage was so progressed that, you know, we were able to work with that person and turn it and progress it to a different uh, route. And mm -hmm. they would say, I just come. I, I'm so excited. I can feel the tingle. Right. Because you know? sometimes the tingle is uncomfortable, you know, because that's the prickling. And, the, and so I just, you know, I get chills when I think about what's possible. You know, everyone's different, mm -hmm. and the the uh, time frame can be different. Mm -hmm. But to know that we're showing research that's proving or stating that it's very possible, and then we mm -hmm. have real results. Yeah. You know, that's that's what's cool. That's what's really exciting yeah. is knowing that we've seen the results, and now we're having research back that up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. No, anyway, it is. Thank you for the story. Yeah, that's. Um, and I, I don't know how many hundreds of times I've, you know, we've brought people in with nerve damage and, and seen them regain function, decrease pain. Mm -hmm. But yeah, going from a dead nerve to, hey, I can feel things tingling. It's one it's of the just best exciting. things. Yeah. yeah. I get chills every time I think about it. Yeah. So. It's, it's very cool. Uh, mm -hmm. and there's just really nothing else like it that'll yeah. do that. So yeah. it's, it's pretty great. So your takeaways here, you know, if you have a painful nerve injury, uh, laser certainly can help uh, if it is the right kind, right, right. settings, right mm -hmm. parameters. If you're, you know, as a patient, if you're not sure what that means exactly, you don't have to know. You can go to a Laser Therapy Institute clinic. Mm -hmm. Just go to lasertherapyinstitute.org, click on the clinic tab, and you'll be able to find hopefully somebody near you. If you're having trouble finding somebody near you, get, in hold, get a hold of us. We'll try and help out. Mm -hmm. You can just email us, lasertherapy, I'm sorry, info at lasertherapyinstitute.org. Uh, and we'll try and help you find somebody in your area who's an expert in laser therapy that can help you. Um, the other thing is, uh, you know, if you are a clinician, listen to this, and you're thinking mm -hmm. about adding laser therapy, or you have light therapy in your clinic, and you're thinking, boy, I don't, um, 
I don't really know what to do with my light to, to stimulate this. Get a hold of us. We help. We have the protocols. We have the parameters, the settings. We can help you pick the best unit for what you want to do in your clinic. Um, we are here to help clinicians get better results for their patients with light therapy because that's what it's all about is mm -hmm. getting more people well and light therapy laser therapies can be a great tool for so many different issues so get a hold of us we will be very very happy to uh, see how we can help you out exactly and let's see we will go ahead and drop a link to this particular mm -hmm. study here in the comments on the Facebook post here in a little bit. If you're listening to the audio version of this podcast on, say, Apple Podcasts, would you do us a favor of scrolling to the bottom and leaving us a rating that helps us get in front of more people? Um, we'd love to have some feedback on how we're doing. If you like this podcast, if there's something we can do uh, differently or better. And also, if you're a clinician, uh, look for that link to the webinar. Sign up for that webinar that's happening next Thursday and will be a great presentation, I think, because I made it. <laughs> it should be a good presentation on what neuropathy is, how to use your laser to help it. Uh, and we're even doing a demo of the K-Laser Speciali. Mm -hmm. I think I'm saying it right. Sounds right. Very, very exciting laser unit that is great for working on neuropathy. So, yep. thanks very much for joining us. Thank you. Have a good day. Subscribe to this weekly podcast for more great information. Find a certified laser therapy clinic near you at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you're a healthcare provider, check out our practitioner-focused Laser Therapy Institute podcast. Thanks for listening.